0: What a show, what a show, what a crazy, 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 naughty show. Yeah, a little show tune action right out of the gate there. I don't know why, because this isn't a live play. This is a podcast, so you have to ask, what's wrong with me? Um, But who cares what's wrong with me? This is about you. This is your podcast. This is for you to have a few giggles and chuckles and whatnot's. And here's what we got in the lineup today. Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be uh, busting out on Lady Gaga. Okay, I'm calling her out. And you might be a fan, you might not meet, be, but I've got some stuff to say about Gaga. Okay, so put on your Gaga belt. Here it comes. Um, we're gonna be talking about dinosaurs. Yeah. Does anyone know what they really sounded like? We're gonna discover that. Um, KFC is uh, thinking about adding something new to their menu. I think you'll find interesting. We will be getting into that. Dr. Debbie Timer is here today taking calls. She's a life coach, and she's very good at uh, helping people solve their life issues. And speaking of uh, life issues, the birds and the bees. Did you get the talk? I never got the talk, and I'm going to talk about it. Because I'm flapping all over the Harland Highway! Welcome to the Harland Highway. You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on grandpa's old cough medicine? There's an element of uncontrolled chaos. The Harland Highway. Serving everyone from presidents and kings to the scum of the earth. What a treat. Ah!
1: Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You need many years of therapy. Hey, Harland, it's Stephanie from Denver. Just do me. You might want to think twice before sticking your penis in there. Just do me.
0: You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. Hey, it's Harlan Williams and you're on the Harlan Highway and you are you hungry? Are you hungry for KFC? Do you want that good old KFC smell permeating all over you? The 11 herbs and spices, but you don't necessarily want chicken. You just want that taste? Well, how about this? KFC is now offering at some stores KFF Kentucky Fried Fish They're jumping into the fish pool Kentucky Fried Fish Yeah, I'll have uh, two legs A thigh, a breast, and a dorsal fin, please And can I get a uh, a tail And some catfish whiskers, please Covered with that delicious batter Hello What's next? Uh, yeah, could I have, a, I'll have a, K- uh, a KFS, Kentucky Fried Salad? Yeah. If you can just uh, deep fry that lettuce for me. Yeah, and uh, I'll have a uh, Kentucky Fried Cheeseburger. And uh, uh, how about a uh, Kentucky Fried uh, Chocolate Milkshake? Yeah. 11 herbs and spices in that shake. Yes, that's what I said. Yes. And uh, do you mind if I just, I brought my goldfish from my fish tank? Would you mind just dropping these in? They're, they're getting too big for my tank. And... Uh, if you could just fry them up for me, I might as well eat them. I was going to flush them down the toilet, but I might as well KFF them. <laughs> oh man, everything changes, kids. I'll see you over at KFF. Hi, I'll have a family dolphin bucket, please. Hello,
1: Harlan Williams.
0: Oh yes, uh, I got to bring something up that that might rub some people the wrong way because she is uh, this woman is is like. Peaking right now. She's adored by millions and billions. And some of you might love her. And what I'm about to say might piss you off. But I, I just got to say it. I can't k- keep it in my mouth any longer. And this is just my personal opinion. Okay? But I got to say it, man. Lady Gaga makes me want to Gaga. Gaga. Okay, uh, that woman is not sexy to me. I'm sorry. She's not She's not good-looking. She's not sexy. Uh, she's not ugly, but she has very average looks. And this isn't about her music. This isn't about uh, who she is as a person, about her talent. But what she does try to do... In her image is sexualize everything. Her, her videos are very provocative. She wears very provocative clothing. She's, uh, you know, presents a very sexual image. She, she creates a lot of sexual imagery. And that's fine and dandy. Remember Madonna did all that stuff? Whoopie doo. It's fun. It's provocative. The difference is Madonna was kind of sexy. Madonna had those bedroom eyes and kind of the big, big red lips, and I don't know, Madonna just, you know, in her prime, came off really hot, okay? I'm sorry, Lady Gaga, but once want you to take the the conch shell off your head and the lettuce wraps off your breasts and the, uh, you know, the radiator grill off the front of your mouth and the... uh, 79 coats of, uh, Sherman Williams industrial paint off your eyeshadow face. There ain't much there. I'm just telling you, you know, you're, you're the type of girl that I wouldn't turn around and look at. I'm sorry. I know it sounds mean. I'm just calling it what it is. If you were hot, if you were like, uh, uh supermodel hot, if you were like Daryl Hannah or You know, Angelina Jolie, I'd say hot, but I'm sorry. The truth is you're not that hot, Gaga. And uh, if there's nothing that rubs me more the wrong way, it's when girls that aren't that hot try to overcompensate and hot it up. With all this provocative, sexual uh, choreographing and, uh, you know, these videos and the tight clothes and the, your ass crack hanging out and her boobs barely covered. and oh, I'm sorry. Okay, would you mind doing a concert? And this is how I, you know, I've seen your videos and then I, I caught you doing a uh, a thing on HBO. I could only watch for about five, six minutes. You came out with like lemon yellow hair and you're almost almost looked like the uh the Joker from the Batman series. You had so much like makeup on. And you know, your uh your body's like you're slim and trim, but there's something about you, you know. Some some people exude sexuality, okay? Some people just uh, have uh, sex in their eyes, in their spirit, in their soul. You know, I'd have to say Angelina Jolie kind of exudes a certain sexuality. Okay, Bridget Bardot exuded sexuality. You know, Megan Fox, you know, some might go slutty, but she still exudes a sexuality that somehow the camera captures it, the screen picks it up. It's in the eyes, it's in the lips, it's in the body language, it's in the vulnerability. But Gaga, Lady Gaga to me, is just trying so hard, pumping and grinding and shoving it in your face and... You know, basically getting a, a yellow highlighter and going, look, look how sexual I am. Look how sexy my videos are. Look how risque and provocative I am. Look how I contort my body and almost show you all the way up my... <laughs> and it's so pushed, Gaga, that it's turning me off. It's not working, baby. Now... Here's what I do like. I like that you are an artist. I love it that you push the envelope. I, I think your songs are actually quite good. You know, as far as poppy commercial songs, they're no worse, no better than Madonna's. Um, and I can't deny you your, uh, your originality and your artistic flair. I love it. Amazing. Good for you. Uh, full points. But uh, I don't know, man. You're you're, pu- you're trying to push a square peg into a, into a round hole with the whole I'm so sexual. Oh, aren't I sexy? Oh, look at me. Bend my pelvis backwards. Cirque du Soleil it right in your forehead. And grind it around like a deli roast beef sandwich. No. No, 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 no. So, I don't know what the answer is. Maybe you got to tone the sexy stuff back. Or maybe just come out in like overalls and a little engineer's hat and some steel toe boots. Because I got to say, I'd probably see a girl like you more on a construction site or bagging groceries at a grocery store versus seeing you at a high end strip club. Okay? That's just me. Now, some of you are probably going, oh, you're crazy, Williams. True, you. I'm not listening to your show anymore, which some people do, believe it or not. You know, they'll listen to like 300 episodes, and then I'll say one thing that they're like, oh, what, the, what an idiot. I'm never listening to another one again. Yeah, I get letters from people and stuff. Like, I'm turning off your podcast, man, because you said one thing. That's like, that's like if you were a big fan of anything. Let's say you were a big fan of Michael Jordan, right? And in a crucial game, he missed a shot. Or even in an average game, he missed a shot, and you were unhappy. Would you never watch Michael Jordan again? Let's say one of your actors did a movie that was a bomb. Would you never go to that actor's movie again? You got to figure when I'm doing this podcast and I'm doing bits and I'm spewing out stuff and ideas and concepts and opinions, of course, there's going to be some stuff that you don't agree with, and I think that's kind of fun, actually. It's fun to kind of get heated up and go, "Well, what's wrong with that guy, man? What a dillweed." <laughs> So you know hang in there people don't don't jump ship if you hear one uh, rotten tomato in the basket that you don't like because uh why don't you th- why don't you focus on all the bits you loved all the bits that made you laugh all the bits you agree with remember nothing i say is right or concrete or in stone it's just it's just talk it's just uh it's just uh, my opinion it's it's an idea but one thing I never do is uh, point the finger in your face and say I'm right and you're wrong. No, you you are free to dispute anything I say, but just keep listening. You don't have to, you don't have to go away mad like a little baby. I'm not listening to him anymore. He said Lady Gaga's not sexy. Yeah, that's right. That was Lady Gaga hitting you in the face with a golf club. Um, So there you go. I won't get off onto another tirade here. I'm just saying, you know. It's my opinion. Gaga, 10 on talent. Not much on the uh, sexy. And I wonder if any of the dudes out there, or even the women, you know, you guys can chime in. What do you think, man? Maybe you want to give me a call or write me a letter. And uh, you can call me at 888-500-2090. Did I hit the nail on the head with Gaga overselling the sexy and it's not working? Or do you think she's incredibly sexy and I should become a monk and be celibate for the rest of my life? 888-500-2090, the Lady Gaga debate. Ooh, starting to rage. Or you can write me at harlanwilliams.com. like to know what you think. Meanwhile, I'm going to go p-p-p-poker pu- 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 face, p-p-p-p-poker pu- 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 face. Yeah, I'm going to put a fireplace poker in her face. Get sexy! p pu- p pu- pu- poker
1: face!
0: Doesn't it suck that we don't know what dinosaurs sounded like? Sure, we got all the bones and we've reconstructed their... Features, And we think we know what they look like and what color they were. And you watch Jurassic Park, and they're like... <laughs> they got these horrible roars, but what if they didn't really sound like that, man? What if you, like, were living back in that time, and a T-Rex rolled up on you, and he was like... <laughs> comes stomping up and he opens his giant mouth full of teeth and he's like who knows it's possible you weren't there prove me wrong dinosaurs always present here on the harland highway
1: hey harland I miss Dr. Debbie Timer. That's my favorite. You got to do more Debbie Timer. The one episode where the little girl was bleeding. I was laughing so hard. I called up my buddy and I told him, you got to download this podcast. And he's been hooked ever since. He brought an autographed copy of uh, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face, which we watched. And uh, that's a great movie. While I was watching it, I thought it was totally stupid, but then I wanted to go back and re-see scenes over and over on YouTube, like the Yeah Bread and the Whistling Donuts. Actually, that's not on YouTube. Party. Partay, foul. That was great. Well, keep it up. All right? Take care.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Debbie Timer and Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. For those of you that didn't pick up on that, Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face is my indie movie that I wrote and directed. Took me six years to do. Uh, Bobby Lee from Mad TV, Andy Dick, uh, Tom Papa from The Marriage Ref, uh, Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville, Alonzo Bowden, all kinds of uh, funny people. Uh, are in the movie and uh, what's cool is you can actually get it at uh Amazon amazon.com um you can like download it and buy it or you can rent it for like I think it's like 2.99 or 2 dollars or it's it's astronomically cheap it's a feature length movie and yes, I I agree with the listener. It is stupid. And in fact, I pride it on being stupid. It's probably the stupidest movie ever made. Um, and uh you have to see it to believe it. It's got a bit of a homemade feel to it, um, but uh it's it's silly, it's nutty, and uh if you like twisted, demented humor, I think you'll get a kick out of it. So uh check it out on uh, Amazon.com and uh, see if you can uh, find it there. Fudgy Wudgy Fudge Face. And as for uh, Dr. Uh, Debbie Timer, oh
1: my God.
0: Hi. I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, and I'm your life coach. I am my baby's mother's sister's daughter, and it's time to get a life, your life. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, your life coach, and we are in the studio today taking calls from all over the country from people like you who have various disruptions in their life that may need a calm, soothing, outside voice to guide them through. That's what we do here. I'm your life coach, helping with your everyday things, and we're taking calls from all over the country to help you through your problems. Let's go to the heartland today from Chester, Oklahoma, where we have Daniel on the line. Daniel, how are you, sir?
1: (laughs) Uh, Dr. Debbie, thank you so very much for taking my call. This is just an unbelievable moment uh, in my life. Thank you. I can't tell you how much uh, this means to me, this, uh, how much you're uh, helping me through what I'm about to tell you I'm going through for basically propping me up, propping me up real high in the sky.
0: Well, thank you very much. I'm glad I could help him. In- What does seem to be the dilemma, if I may, in your life these days, Daniel?
1: Well, uh, Dr. Debbie, it's uh, it's an embarrassing uh, situation. It's uh, something that's been happening out in the public that uh, I don't know if I have control over. It's my wife. Okay,
0: your partner, your wife is causing a flare-up, and is this something new that you're dealing with, or is it?
1: Yes, it's something, it's behavior I've never seen. I don't know if it's a midlife crisis. I just don't understand what it is, Doctor.
0: Well, why don't you try and describe it to me, and I understand this is emotional.
1: It's very emotional, Doctor, but I'm sure you're familiar with the term role-playing, Doctor. Have you heard of this term, role-playing?
0: I'm very familiar, sir, and it's quite common. Uh, How old is your wife, sir?
1: She's just turned 43, and I'll be goddamned if she's not role-playing all over the place, right out in the middle of the public where everyone can see it, and it is disturbing, doctor, it is unhealthy, and it is goddamn embarrassing.
0: Okay, sir, we're going to have to ask you to reel in the language a little bit.
1: I'm terribly sorry, Dr. Debbie. I'm just so emotional about the role-playing.
0: Well, why don't you describe a little what's happening?
1: I just don't know if I can. It's so unseemly, so unsightly to see a grown woman out in public role-playing, Dr. Debbie. Sir, you're going to have
0: to calm the fuck down.
1: I'm so I'm sorry, Doctor. I'm sorry. Let me try and describe the last.
0: That's it. Take a breath.
1: The last, the last time it happened, Doctor Debbie, we were out at a public restaurant. We were at the Sizzler Steakhouse of all goddamn places.
0: Sir, you're gonna have to stop with the fucking swearing.
1: I'm sorry that we were at the Sizzler Steakhouse, Doctor Debbie. And right there in the middle of the dinner hour, it was peak dinner hour, Dr. Debbie. And here goes my wife role-playing at the Sizzler Steakhouse in the middle of the table, right there on the tablecloth, right beside the salt and pepper shakers. And
0: Oh my goodness, that is a bit unusual, sir, to do it under those circumstances.
1: And all the other patrons of the restaurant, Dr. Debbie Timer, they were staring at us. They were giving us horrible looks. And I've never felt more humiliated. Can you believe she did her role playing right in front of the children? Now you're talking
0: about she dressed up as a, a cheerleader or an airline stewardess, that type of thing?
1: Uh, no, no, she was in just her regular clothes.
0: Okay, um, okay, so it was more of a domestic role-playing fantasy?
1: Uh, if that's what you want to call it, Dr. Debbie, I mean, it was just disgusting, and there were, it was just out of control.
0: Okay, and was she slowly taking her clothes off, uh... Was she uh, urging you to get naked, get involved in some kind of sexual act? And
1: I beg your pardon.
0: A sexual act, kind of lingus or fellatio.
1: All right, that is disgusting, timer.
0: Well, I'm just asking you, sir. You're the one that brought up the role playing.
1: Yes, and she was role-playing. I mean, she took those buns right out of that bread basket and started rolling them around on the table. It looked like she was playing a mock game of checkers. She was jumping the dinner rolls over each other, one after the other. Excuse me? If you'd let me finish, Dr. Debbie, she was moving the pieces around like check pieces. At one point, she put a croissant and a cheese bun right next to each other, and yelled Checkmate, right in the middle of the...
0: Sir, are we talking about role-playing or not?
1: Well, that's what they are. They're dinner rolls.
0: Are you fucking kidding me, sir? I'm sorry? You called me because your wife is playing around in a restaurant with bread, dinner rolls...
1: Well that's role playing. I don't know why she plays with them. I saw her juggling a couple of cheese buns right over by the salad bar and I'll tell you what
0: Sir, do you mind? This is fucking ridiculous. Role playing, for your information, sure, is very sexual, okay? Role playing is a sexual activity that couples engage in, usually when their sex life gets a little boring, it slows down, they dress up, they try different characters.
1: Alright, you are a pervert timer, what the hell are you talking about?
0: Sir, this is sexual activity.
1: You are one disgusting pig, Timer. What would you like me to lay down on the table and have my wife roll a cob of corn halfway up my penis shaft and then back down and slide it back and forth on my nut bag? Is that what you're talking?
0: Sir, will you stop with the profanities? Or maybe
1: I should lay her down in the salad bar and stuff some croutons up her ass. Is that what you'd like, Timer, you pervert? I know about your kind.
0: Sir, you're going to have to
1: hang up. Maybe I could lay her down in a buffet. i timer. She could put some turnip juice all over my face, and I could rub a big slab of finely cut prime rib all over her titty hawks. Is that what you'd like, you pervert?
0: Sir, hang up, you son of a bitch. Oh, don't
1: tell me what to do. You're lucky I don't call the FFCAY on you, timer
0: the hell is the ffs
1: i don't know i'm so upset i made up letter sir would you hang up you stupid fuck okay that's it hey, you're you, what would you like me to rub some fucking raisin bread on my wife's ass and put some coleslaw on her head and fuck her around like a chinese
0: sir hang up you dill weed up
1: yours time you pervert
0: hang up sir pervert hang up Unbelievable. I am so sorry. Who who was that idiot putting dinner rolls? I'm Dr. Debbie Timer, your life coach. I do apologize for that. And we'll be back next time with more of your calls helping you deal with your life on Dr. Debbie Timer, life coach. Don't ever let that asshole phone back again. Are you kidding me? cheese buns and croissants you're lucky i don't fire your ass wow okay awkward um very very awkward yikes uh wow okay we got we we gotta clear the air here let's just let's just step away a lot of tension there, Dr. Debbie, and let's, let's just clear the air. Yeah, that's birds singing and bees buzzing. The birds and the bees. Yeah, mm-hmm. How many of you remember that first sex talk from your parents? Are you like me? They never said a word. <laughs> they just made you figure it out on your own. That first time when you're a boy, you wake up and you're like, Mommy, something's longer on my body. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. Eat your Wheaties. Just don't don't talk about it. Just eat your Wheaties. Go go, go ask your father. Daddy, what's this thing on my body that's longer? I couldn't tell you, son. Uh, Maybe you've got a... uh, It's an infection. Uh, Maybe you're uh, allergic to your uh, sheets. I didn't get the talk. You know what my parents did? And this is the truth, man. I'd come home when I was like 11 years old, 10, 11, 12... They didn't have the guts to talk to me about sex, so they'd leave a little booklet on my pillow. I'd go into my bedroom, la-dee-da, playing with my hockey cards, dropping G.I. Joes in my fish tank, and I look over on my pillow on my bed, and there's a little pamphlet. Dr. Corsula talks to 12- to 13-year-olds about sexuality. Okay, first of all, how creepy is it that they snuck in my room and put it on my pillow... Like a chocolate mint at a fancy hotel. And it's embarrassing and it's weird and I'm just going to read through it. Yeah, right. I would just open my door and throw it in the hallway, man. <laughs> and then a few days later it would be mysteriously back there again. But they never would they just talk to me about the birds and the bees. I wonder if porno stars that have kids talk to their kids about the birds and the bees or do they just like throw on debbie does dallas or an old home movie here's your sex talk kid uh, here's the remote control press play that's uh me and your father and 12 of his friends uh watch this and uh, you'll be all set for life okay good for you have a good time i uh, will see you in an hour we'll go get some uh, cheeseburgers at the drive through can somebody please give me the birds and the bees talk? I still haven't had it. Preferably, if someone does want to give me the talk, uh, maybe uh, five foot nine, blonde, blue eyes, slim figure, busty, curvy, intelligent, maybe some sexy librarian glasses. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. If someone wants to help me along, because my parents denied me. The birds and the bees talk. Maybe someone else up there. But anyways, uh, this is Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, the old birds and bees. If you want to give me a birds and bees talk, you can always call me, 888-500-2090. Let me know how it all works. I would appreciate it. Or you can write me at harlanwilliams.com. And, uh, you know, just uh, map it out for me. What are the birds and the bees? Um, I'm sure you all know. I'm just walking around like a nut job making crop circles in a cornfield. Well, there you go. Um, Speaking of birds and bees, we've flown to the end of the line here today on the Harlan Highway. Hope you had a groovalicious time. That's right. I said groovalicious. Um... Just a reminder, everybody, that uh, I am going to be in Detroit. Detroit, uh, Michigan. I will be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle, Royal Oak, Michigan, uh, on Thursday the 19th, Friday the 20th, and Saturday the 21st. It's going to be a great show. Go to harlemwilliams.com. Click on my stand-up schedule to get all the info. And uh, don't forget, you can catch the uh, podcast at stitcher.com. Just go to their, uh, their website, get the free download, the app, and you are rolling down the Harland Highway. Uh, that's it, boys and girls, men and women. We've come to the end of the line. I had a great time. Hope you had a great time. Uh, and until next time, everybody, a big birds and bees bowl. Of chicken chow mein, baby.